I just felt prompted in the week to look at the letters A C T S. What does that spell? Acts. Okay? A C T S. And when I was little, growing up, this is one of the things I was taught about prayer. Although one of the words, I didn't know what it meant, so I'm going to try and explain it today. Did anyone else get taught A-C-T-S? Sarah's nodding. Jill and Mike, Jackie. Oh, behind me, behind me. It's nice to have the power behind you. It's really good. So A stands for adoration. We'll come back to these words in a minute. Adoration. I adore you. No, no. Adoration. What's C? Confession. Oh, some people are remembering. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Adoration, confession, T. Thanksgiving. And here's the tricky one, beginning with S. Supplication. Uh, The closest... Sue's really excited. She's remembered. (laughs) The closest I ever knew that that was about as a little boy. Is it something to do with supper? And that meant food. Well, we'll come back to that in a minute. But we're going to start with some adoration. And one of the things about adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, I'll give you a quick clue. Supplication is asking. It's asking. But it's a particular kind of asking. I sometimes feel there are moments when God says, I just want to take you back to the basics. I want to take you back to the starting point. What do you do each day? How do you think each day? What's the walk that you walk each day? Do you know you could go do a lot worse than adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication? Okay? So it's not just a, oh, Mark's going to talk to us today about praying. I think it does have to do with praying. It's about the whole of our life. Adoration. Confession. Thanksgiving. Supplication. It shapes, or it can, it ought to shape the whole of our life, our family life together. I'm going to read some verses from 1 Chronicles. This is where a massive offering has been brought in for the building of the temple. It's a huge, huge offering. God has spoken to David about gathering in this offering. Um, And then David prays a prayer. 1 Chronicles 29. 1 Chronicles 29, starting at verse 10, 10 to 13. Listen to these words. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. Let's just stop there for a minute. Assembly, I think of school. What happens in assembly? We sing, we all come together. We all get together, yeah? We all come together in assembly. How was camping, Rosie? Was it good? Did mum do well? Did she? Good. (laughs) Sorry, that's a Facebook thing. Zoe and Rosie went camping last night. You're looking very well on it. Oh, Friday night. Oh, you made it look like it was last night. You made it. I thought, you walked into church this morning. I thought they were camping last night. That's very clever. That's a clever trick, that. Anyway, sorry, where was I? (laughs) David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. He was not ashamed in front of the whole people. 
the whole people, everyone. Okay? David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. And this is what he said. Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. How long is everlasting to everlasting? Isaac, you're the scientist. How long is everlasting to everlasting? <laughs> good, good answer. All right, this declaration of our God. Declaration, the God of our Father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. In the beginning, God. Always was, always will be. From everlasting to everlasting. We're going to get to some worship in just a second, okay? I want us to build, all right? To build. What are we worshiping? Who are we worshiping? Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor. Can you hear that? Hear it building, building. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the majesty, the splendor. For everything in heaven on earth is yours. Adoration is where we begin. That's where we start. Before we ask anything, even before we acknowledge our sin, we begin by acknowledging He is God. From everlasting to everlasting. And actually, for many of us, actually getting out of bed, putting one foot out of bed, it's not a bad thing to say, yours, Lord, is the glory. Not, oh, God, help me today. Oh, I feel rough, whatever it might be. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the greatness. That's where we start. Family prayers. Everything in heaven and earth is yours. Whose is it? It's his. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You're exalted as head over all. We're living in a world currently at the moment, aren't we, where there's a lot of heads and there's a lot of battling. There was um, not here, I know, but um, the, the political voting that went on again this weekend and people are celebrating on one side and they're not on the other and all of those things. But then we get this declaration, you are exalted as head over all. Okay? Wealth and honor come from you. You're the ruler of all things. How many things? Some of you are sure. Some of you are not so sure. You are the ruler. These are declarations that we make. We'll come back to one or two of these things in a minute. In your hands are strength and power. Some of you maybe come in this morning and you're saying, I need strength. I need a touch from God. It's in the hands. It's in his hands to reach us and meet with us today. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. That was David's great declaration before all of the people. So he's the starting point for everything. Why don't you stand? We're going to come into some worship, and it's adoration. Adoring. Maybe in a few minutes what I might like to do is to get one or two of you to call out phrases, declarations of the character of God. In other words, not what you've done for me, Lord, but I thank you that you are. So you are kind of phrases. You are this, you are this, you are this. All right, so we might do that in the worship. So get ready and let's have lots of voices. But Colossians chapter 1, this is speaking of Jesus. God the Father, 
God the Son, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, speaking of Jesus the Son, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. It's him. It's all about you, Jesus. It's adoration of Almighty God, Creator, Father. So let just as Hannah just begins to lead, as the team begins to lead us, just let your heart be stirred in adoration, adoring, adoring, giving thanks, giving praise, without asking, without even placing ourselves into that prayer, but just coming to Him as God, glorious, majestic, almighty, wonderful. Let's adore Him together. Let's take some moments to adore, and then let's find words that declare who He is together. Isn't it wonderful? We could keep going. Sit down just for a moment. We could keep going. Um, I don't know if any of you remember a while ago I shared an idea. Here's an idea. If you're going for a walk somewhere, get the alphabet, start with A, and think of the nature of God, the character of God, and just go A, B, C. And you you have to work hard (laughs) to do it. It's It's a great exercise to do, but... Sometimes we can fill our minds with all sorts of other things, can't we? And it's good to fill our minds with God and the things of God and His words. Adoration, confession, confession. Now, I don't know what you think of when you think of confession. I think sometimes if I immediately, I maybe think of a picture from a television program or something because I'm not a Catholic, I've never experienced uh, Catholic uh, life But I've seen on television people go to the confessional. Forgive me, Father, I have sinned. It's been so many days or weeks or years since I last had a confession and so on. And uh, there's a a priest behind the the curtain and and someone is confessing. And that, that is a picture. But the thing about confession, I just want to say this, is that actually it's to acknowledge that I have done wrong. At its heart is that we heard that wonderful cry just now from Malcolm. He's our saviour. Well, why do we need a saviour? Well, we need to be saved from something, from our sin, from that which we have done wrong. We've lived against God. And so confession, really, at its heart, is to acknowledge that I've done things wrong. For some of us, they will be big things. For others of us, there will be small things that will come immediately to mind. But but all have sinned, the Bible says, and fallen short of God's glory, of God's perfect right standards. So confession is acknowledging that I need forgiveness. We're hearing that. It's adoration. So we start by... First coming to God. He's first. He's above all things. But as we come to Him, we recognize, I have sinned. I have failed. And so there is confession. I want to just say something about forgiveness and confession and forgiveness. 
there also needs to be a desire, a willingness to change. Because you see, if you just say, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, mum, that I did this or that or the other thing. Oh, sorry. What sorry does is acknowledges that there's a problem, but it doesn't really do anything about it. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's nice to hear, but what does that mean? I'm sorry, please forgive me. Now there, we've got something. When I was a little boy growing up, that was how I was taught. We needed to say, you know when we say to someone, when you, you say, can I have some of that? Can I have some of this? What does mum or dad normally say? Pardon? There's something else that's missing. What's the bit that's missing? The magic word? <laughs> please, please. Well, when, when I was growing up, and I think we, we, we can lose these things so easily, I'm sorry, please forgive me, is how you would have heard it. I'm sorry. Because what, it, what does that do? That, that, that acknowledges that there's a problem, and I want to do something about it. Will you forgive me? There's one more bit that is actually even more significant to this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. What's the third bit that would be really good to add on to that? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Well, in my world, I'll try hard not to do it again. <laughs> There's a commitment to change. It's a commitment to change. Now we thank God for Jesus we've been singing. We thank God for the Holy Spirit who helps us to change. We're not on our own. We're not just trying to do it in our own effort. The Holy Spirit comes and helps us. And we're going to look at the person and the work of the Holy Spirit over the next couple of Sundays. We're going through Alpha at the moment. And uh, I just felt as I was praying this week that it would be really good to pick up the, uh, the Alpha Holy Spirit information. just want to check that Joyce is okay. Margarita, could you just... I just want to check she's okay. You're all right, Joyce. Yeah, okay, that's all right. That's fine. I don't know, I don't mind you dozing, honestly. <laughs> I, just, I just felt prompted to check you're okay. Really, it's not a problem. You know me well enough. I just want to check she's okay. Um... We need to look out for one another, don't we? And care for one another. All right? So let's just take a moment. I'm sorry. Acknowledges that there's a problem. Please forgive me. Recognize that something's broken and it needs restoring. We're going to come in a little while to communion. We're going to do that under the area of thanksgiving. But there's that picture that Jesus died. His body was given. His blood was shed. So we come and we say, I come and I ask for forgiveness. Jesus has made a way for me to do that between me and God, but also I can do that freely with others. And then I'll try hard not to do it again. So that's what repentance actually means. We talk about repentance. What does repentance mean? It means to turn. I'm actually choosing. No, that was not good. That was not helpful. It was not productive. It was not godly. I turn. I turn from that and I will try hard not to do it again. And God, will you help me? Holy Spirit, will you help me? Let's just take a moment.
Let's just take a moment. Maybe there's something right now that you just need to bring to God. The wonderful truth that has been shown to us through the Bible, down through the centuries, is that we don't actually need to go to a man or a woman. But when Jesus died on the cross, the Bible says there was access made because he took our sin. And so we all have access to the Father. So maybe there's something you just need to bring before God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I don't want to do that again. Would you help me, give me the strength not to do that again? Maybe something that you've said to someone, something that you've done. Just let the Lord speak to you about that for a moment. And confess it. Bible says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us all our sin and he will lead us in God's right ways the Bible does also say talks about confessing our sins to one another and there may be moments where we need to do that. We need to go to someone. Maybe we've hurt them, harmed them, said something that wasn't right. And I just want to encourage you to, if you're able to, to commit in your heart to, to go to that person and put it right if you can. Or to make a phone call, send a, a letter, whatever may be appropriate. But to commit to put things right. Now we're going to sing again in just a second. One of the things about confession is that it leads to thanksgiving. It leads to thanksgiving. So adoration, God is first. We're putting God first. You are, as David said, you are before all things. Um, everlasting to everlasting. Yours is the kingdom. You're exalted as head over all things. Confession leads to thanksgiving. 1 Chronicles 29, 13. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Everything is from you. I, I try. Uh, I had a situation this week, and I can't remember what it was, but something little happened. But for me, it was quite significant. And by God's grace, in that moment, I was able to say, thank you, God. But I wonder, and I know this for myself, how many of us find ourselves going through the day Provision happens, things happen, good things happen, and we forget to thank God. We forget to thank God. And the thing about adoration, confession, thanksgiving, is that is, when that becomes a pattern in our lives, in our daily lives, we find ourselves being reminded to give thanks. To give thanks. To give thanks.
Everything is from you, said David. He's recognizing everything we have. Even these things that we came to the temple to, for the building of the temple, this gold and this silver and these treasures, they're from you. They're from you. And we're bringing them to you. We were talking about this a little bit a week or two ago. The whole of my life, everything that I have. How many times have you recently maybe walked down the road and thought, what a beautiful place to live in. Thank you, God. We can take things for granted, can't we? Our husband, our wife, our children, uh, our, our work, whatever it might be, it's easy to look at the problems and look at the difficulties, look at the challenges, and not to give thanks. So, we've got, have we got a song of thanksgiving? Haven't we? Have we got one or two? Two. Let's have two. Yes, brilliant. I'm going to suggest we do something. All right. So we're going to... I want you to be thinking about giving thanks. One of the things now with COVID is that we don't often take up a, any sort of offering because back at the beginning of COVID, you remember, we were not supposed to touch things and not touch each other or anything else. And so passing baskets around didn't seem like a very wise thing to be doing at the time. And, you know, and cash, we were losing, using less and less cash and all of those things. I'd like this morning to take an offering for the first time in two years. Now, let me say something, Okay. Suddenly you're going, oh, what have I got in my bag? Did I bring? I don't bring any cash. I haven't got any. It's absolutely fine. We're not looking for your cash this morning. I want to take you on a bit of a journey. You're welcome to give some. And we're going to pass a basket around. First time in two years. Is that all right? <laughs> One of the things about not passing a basket around, just like we were saying, is things get out of sight and out of mind, don't they? Oh, you know. Now, it's good that we can give into the bank, and it helps Jill a lot. <laughs> uh, and there are forms at the back if you need information on that. It's good to give electronically, so please don't stop. And I just want to say we so value and so thankful to all those who give regularly into the life of the church. But it's also good for an act of worship, as part of our worship and thanksgiving, to think about what we're giving and how we're giving and why we're giving. So what I'm going to suggest is, while we're singing our two songs, <laughs> we'll stand together. Uh, you can remain seated at any point if you want to. I'm going to pass the basket around. There are some bits of paper and there's a pencil in there. I still can't, I can't it's been two years, I can't find the offering basket at the moment. I don't, it's around somewhere. <laughs> it's got buried in a cupboard, we'll find it. Um, but what I'd like you to do is to pass it. And if you want to hold it for a moment, that's fine. We've got time. All right, it's not a rush. I don't want you to go, Ooh. all right? Please hear me. I'm not looking for the loose change in your pocket either. If you want to give, you're welcome to. But I want you to take a moment to give thanks. But I also want you to take a moment to reflect on your giving, your of finances. Who do I give? How do I give? Where is my heart in that? Now, we do also have an electronic dab box at the back now, which is available. So if you wanted to in the worship, you can go to that and say, do you know what? I want a covenant. I'm going to start committing to give. 
There's giving forms at the back. You can do that as well. Um, you can uh, sign a gift aid form because we can get the, the tax back. All of those good things. Many of you know about these things already and there's a page on our website if you want more information. Adoration is where it starts, isn't it? Confession. But confession leads to thanksgiving. Now, during the worship, as we're reflecting, as we're giving thanks, I also want to invite you to go and take uh, the emblems, as I always remembered them as a little boy. But there's a cup of juice and bread for the communion on the table there at the back there. So in the worship, just take your time, reflect, pass the basket. If you want to hold it for five minutes, it's fine as you pray. If you want to write something, if you want to make a new commitment, write it on a piece of paper, fold it up, leave it in the basket. If you want to put an offering in the basket, please do. And take some communion and we'll share that together in a moment. Let's stand together. We'll start this side and we'll pass it. Just pass it up and down the rows everyone I wasn't dead in case I all thought I was in the garden I'm still alive I want you to know but what I wanted to tell you I was dwelling on the word adoration and I, I did go to sleep while I was doing it best but, way. The, best but way. the thing is that what I got from it it isn't you know I love it if people say they adore me or even if they said they worship me I could really love it but that isn't God's purpose do you know when you tell God that you adore him when you sing out praises to him it isn't just here on this it's out there in the world and the things that are wrong in the world hear it and it's a healing thing to adore God so just keep on adoring him because in that adoration, you are taking part too. You're part of what's happening out there in the world. I can't tell you what that really means, except what it means to me, that the importance of adoration. I didn't get as far as confession, because <laughs> I then fell asleep, but thank you anyway. give you all the glory. We'll give you all the glory. We'll give you all the glory. We'll give you all the glory. Cry the Lord. For you alone are worthy. For you alone are worthy. 
should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his advantage but made himself nothing taking the nature of a servant being found in human appearance, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has exalted him to the highest place and given him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So Ashley read in the prayer meeting. On the night that he was betrayed... Jesus took bread and gave thanks. Jesus took bread and gave thanks. This was the Passover meal. The people of God sheltered under the blood of the animals. When the angel of death passed over, they were saved. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and gave thanks. He said, this is my body, which is for you. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. No more animals have to die. No more sacrifices have to be done. You can now come freely under a new covenant. You can come under my precious blood. You can live freely. You can give freely and cheerfully. You can know my presence and my power. He took the bread and he took the cup. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Let's take this communion, let's do it with thankful hearts. 
Let even this offering that's been given this morning be part of that demonstration. Lord, it's all from you. It's all of you. We adore you. And we remember. Let's remember together. Thank you, Lord, that you know our weaknesses. Wonderful. So, A stands for... C, T, and S. Supplication. Supplication. <laughs> Ashley's playing the naughty schoolboy role. <laughs> Supplication. What is that? As a little boy, I thought it was supper and it meant food. <laughs> well, sort of. It's not a bad thing. But So I, I, I looked it up. <laughs> the Cambridge English Dictionary. The act of asking a God, small g, or someone who is in position of power for something, but this is the interesting bit, asking for something in a humble way. In a humble way. It comes from the Latin. I don't do Latin often, but... <laughs> Supplicare, which means to plead humbly. That's where it comes from, to plead humbly. For us as Christians, supplication clearly has the sense of a call for help from God. We're calling for help. How many of you have done that, even this last week maybe, but certainly over the years? Calling, it's a call for help. But it's not a demand, okay? Oi, God, fix it! <laughs> That's not the heart. That's the opposite. God, you're God, get here, fix it now. Sort out this mess. It's coming to God with an attitude of humility. Did you hear that from Philippians 2? Your attitude should be the same as Christ Jesus. There's a humility. There's a laying down. There's a, there's a reverence. So when you're, when you're thinking this through tomorrow, you're walking along or whatever it is you're doing, and you think A-C-T-A-X, A-C-T-A, supplicate. What's that funny word? Supplication. It's coming to God and asking. And we want to do some asking for a few moments. We want to do some ask, but we come reverently. The Bible talks about coming with reverence and fear. That's not terror. That's an awe. That's an honoring. That's a recognizing. He is almighty God. That's what we've been saying. Everything comes from him. But we bring our need and our request to him with a right heart. Because we put him first. We've acknowledged our sin and sought repentance. We've thanked him for all that he's given. And then we come asking with a right heart. I felt in the week that God said, just this little whisper, ask me. Ask me. Ask me for some things. And I just want to put the question out this morning. What would you ask God for? What would you ask God for? What are you asking? Where's your heart in that asking? we come with the right heart, I believe he wants to answer. I believe he wants to meet our needs.
There's some things we want to ask for. I want to ask this morning for healing. I want to pray for healing, and there may be healing in the room. I don't know whether they realized it, but I felt in the prayer meeting, both Mike and Jill had words of knowledge that they were praying. So Mike was praying about people, and he really prayed for people who get anxiety or panic attacks. And he just began to pray for people who have those. And so I just want to pray today. And that I feel that's a word of knowledge from God. It may be someone here saying, yeah, that's me. So we'll pray about that in a moment. And then Jill uh, started to pray. It's a bit unusual. I've got to get the letters right. PTSD. She said, I, I felt maybe there's some of the, the traumatic, post-traumatic stress. That some people live with things for years. Things happened years ago. But God wants to come and meet, meet with that. As they were praying, I just felt quite a, a deep pain in my tummy. And I thought, no, I don't think this is me, because I just was feeling about words of knowledge, and I just felt this deep in my tummy here. And it may be that somebody here, just you've lived with a real pain in your stomach. Maybe it's a nerve thing, maybe it's a physical thing. There's numbers of things I'd like us to pray for, but just for a moment... Let's just pray into those three things. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. It's not as the world gives. My peace I give to you. I want to speak today into the area of anxiety, panic. And I want to speak the peace of God in Jesus' name. Whether it be that overwhelming thoughts and feelings come in. Whether it's just something that comes on without really an understanding. I say peace in Jesus' name. Let the peace of God come to minds and hearts. To the whole person today. Where there is fear, we break that off in Jesus' name. Fear of sickness, fear of the future. Lord, we say let the peace of God come and reign in hearts and minds today. The glorious promise, I am with you. I will be with you. I am with you. Let your presence come right into lives right now. Holy Spirit, just come and minister. For anyone this morning who would recognize that traumatic experience, things that have happened historically, maybe years ago or even in the last months, and it's just left you with turmoil at times, overriding memories, reaction to certain sounds or certain situations, you find yourself, your heart race heart begins to race. Father, again, we speak peace in your precious name. Let life come today. Let joy come. Let healing. I pray for your healing. Lord, your healing. Come and touch lives. Come and touch lives today. Come even into memories, Lord. We recognize that memories don't go. They're part of us, but they can change. 
And so we invite you today into memories, into places of trauma and pain, and we say, may your presence come into those places right now. People might know you are with them, for them, and that you walk with us day by day. Lord, we come humbly, reverently before you, asking, believing that you answer our prayers. And for anyone specifically, male or female, who just suffers with real sharp pains or uh, just real deep pains in the tummy, whatever that might be, whatever the background to that, again, I speak peace in Jesus' name. Let your healing come right now in Jesus' name. Lord, release from pain. Lord, just loved it when Hannah said, God is love. Just pray for that inner sweeping of your love today. Sweep in with your love, Lord. Sweep in. Sweep in with your love. Come. Breathe on us, breath of God. Breathe on us. Just let him breathe on you right now. Breathe on us, Lord. Breath of God. Healing. Restoring. Delivering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, maybe that there's other areas of sickness or ill health, things that you're battling with, uh, you're looking to God for, um, for healing. Maybe, maybe just as a way of acknowledging, you might like to put your hand up. I'm certainly putting my hand up for various bits and pieces. But you just put your hand up and say, Lord, I'm asking for healing today. Looking for your hand to touch my life. Just put your hand up where you are. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Reverent or coming to a God who meets his people, touches us. We speak healing today in Jesus' name. Let your healing come. Blood conditions be reversed. Nerve endings be healed. Bones and ligaments be restored in Jesus' name. Skin conditions Soften and be healed in Jesus' name. Eye complaints. Come, Lord, with your healing. Lord, we come to one who is awesome, mighty, glorious, living God. The one who created us, made us to be. Let your kingdom come today. Lord, right here, manifest your presence even in our bodies. Lord, touch your people. Touch your people, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Lord Jesus. We're going to just pray for one or two other things in a moment. One of the things I just want to say is if you feel God has met with you, if you feel that um, something has changed, then um, please do say, because we want to hear that. Some of it has to be tested out. Some of it you might even have to go to the doctor about. But please do be telling, telling us. Um, the other day, um, they're praying for um, Isabel's knee right now. Um, the other day, I, I felt something. You may remember when, on the Sunday, I felt like, my, my knee just clicked in the middle of preaching and I said, has somebody got a bad knee? <laughs> and um, Isabel came to me afterwards. She said, something definitely happened in my knee. I've got a bad knee. And she said, something happened. But it was the, the opposite knee to the one I felt. But that doesn't matter. And, and, you, and you came to me as well, Angus, didn't you? So we need to be sharing these things. But there's other things to be praying about and praying for one another. So there may be things, just as we come towards a close, there may be things that you want to bring to the Lord. But we'd love to, we've just had a message from Dave and Christine. Uh, Many of you know that, and Justine. Um, uh, Christine's brother-in-law has been very unwell for some time. And they've been traveling backwards and forwards. This is her brother-in-law, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, He went to be with the Lord just a few couple of hours ago, I think, just this morning. So... We want to pray for, for Dave and Christine and for Justine, because that's Justine's uncle, I guess. Um, so uh, we'll pray for them. We want to pray for Sue DDB. She's back in hospital. I, is she home again? But I know it's, you know it's a real challenge for her, and she, she can't really move very much, so infection is a, is a big challenge. So we want to keep praying for Sue. Peter and Mary, the funeral. I was just going to ask. Peter, Peter and Mary... Their son's funeral. Many of you will know that their son died very suddenly. Um, so we want to pray for them. Your mum? Yeah. Caroline's got, yeah, bad back. Okay, we want, okay, we need to pray for Caroline. Andy, do you have a date yet? Does Andy have a date? If you Not yet. Provisional end of May. So we need to continue to keep praying for you. So good you guys are here. Why don't we stand together? I'll ask Hannah to make a bit of noise because some of us, it's hard to hear our own voices. What I'd like us to do is to be brave. And if you can, quietly at least, and if you want to be loud, please be loud. Let's pray out loud. Some of these things, one of these things I've just mentioned Or maybe something in your own life that you're coming to the Lord with supplication, asking humbly. You're asking the Lord. But we're coming to the Lord for individuals, for ourselves, for situations. Let's just use our voices. Let's be brave. Let's have a buzz of prayer. Just rise to the Lord for a moment. Let's do that. And then Hannah will lead us in a song. Lord, thank you for your words today. Thank you for your leading. Thank you for... This great prayer that David prayed before all the assembly. As he honoured you and put you first, recognised it's all from you. We read those words again, you find it's you, 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 you. It's you, Lord. So we worship you. We praise you. Lord, we pray, help us in our weakness. Take us forward. Help us to be a thankful people. 
And Lord, thank you that we can come to you with every prayer and know that you will answer and that you will lead and you will guide. So we, we give you our lives and we give you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.